Hello, the internet, and welcome to the Zydathlon. Uh, short show title, courtesy of pow, super pow, pow. producer Brian. I'm Jack. That is Miles. That's where you ski and shoot a rifle? Uh, yeah, I think that's right. And I think they were, yeah, yeah. they were trying to... Is that the one? Yeah, ski, shoot the rifle. There, there's another one that involved horses. That uh, th- This is kind of the most important news you missed while you were away. Mm-hmm. So at the last Olympics, during that portion, a coach punched the horse. And so they were, they're choosing to replace the horse riding portion of, I, th- I think it's pentathlon, one of the tathlons. And they're, Wait, there's a, there's a horse involvement? Yeah, I think this is the Summer Olympics. But we, we, one of the things that they that. were suggesting replacing it with was pillow fighting, which is how it came across our radar. Dude, those, I, I, I mean, I was on the internet the last few weeks. I saw those clips pop yeah. up. Yeah. The one where the guy got knocked out. Have you ever been knocked out in a pillow fight? I feel like I got knocked out in a pillow nah. fight when I was like, I've, I'll tell eight. you this, I've been hit too hard and I've dropped the pillow and then straight up put my hands on somebody because <laughs> yeah, I was so exactly. pissed because I got hit so clean with a pillow. Some of the most satisfying hits uh, you'll ever see are. I'm not joking. One time my friend hit me so clean with a pillow. I, I lifted his whole body up and threw him across the room. Like I was an example of like a dare, like person on drugs gone wild. (laughs) Like I never, I never summoned as much strength than like the humiliation of being just cleaned with a pillow and just being like, no, now I have to, my 14 year old brain can't handle it. And I will now go to plan B violence. Especially those old pillows that are, you know, real bunchy and yeah, really really get someone they don't make pillows like they used to hey we've been saying that forever (laughs) these kids are soft man (laughs) soft as their pillows yeah (laughs) all right well this is the show where we tell you what's trending yeah yeah. and uh the family of the rust cinematographer who was killed by a shot fired by alec baldwin has filed a wrongful death lawsuit um yeah i don't know what's their Hmm. problem what's the what's going on what are they Wow. Uh, I don't know. We'll have Alec Baldwin on pretty soon uh, to, to get his side of the, of <laughs> the, the events. Yeah. Um, no, I, I mean, this is, I, I feel like a, th- this was expected. Yeah. Uh, because it was clear, very clearly there. People were like, what was going on there? Why was this person in the line of fire like that with live ammunition? It seems like somebody fucked up somewhere and we're trying to get to the bottom of it. Mm. I can only imagine what uh, what the next uh, move is from Alec Baldwin and his lawyer or his wife uh, when they do like another street rant or his press agent George Stephanopoulos. Um, yeah, well, we will see. Yeah, the New York Times gets it, Miles. They get it. Thank they you. They know what we're going through. They know that the economy has been all sorts of fucked up since the pandemic, um, and. They, they wrote an article about some people who are going through the same stuff. The the rest of us are. Uh, it, it's titled, They Rushed to Buy in the Pandemic. Here's what they would change. Uh, a frenzied seller's market led some people to make harried decisions when buying their homes Ugh. that they now regret. Um, and it's all about the struggles of being house poor. And people are really, uh, really uh, focusing on some quotes from uh, one of the plaintiffs in the article who works for um, Amazon. 
you know, like many, yeah, not like just, many Americans, dude, you know. You do a quick search of this woman on LinkedIn, head of global sports marketing partnerships at Amazon. Okay. Oh, so she's not like pissing yeah, yeah, in any yeah. bottles. She's no, 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 no. <laughs> the bottle pissing helps her throw away massive amounts of cash on, you know, uh, sports washing Amazon's fucking <laughs> reputation around the world. Stephanie DeSantis, uh-huh. uh, not unfortunately, not like Ron DeSantis, but a different spelling. Her story, a lot of people have like been like just pulling these excerpts from because they talk about how she said, you know, I had a maximum budget of 900,000, but then she quote, pushed her budget up to 1.3 million, reassessing her priorities. Quote, I decided I've done a lot of traveling. I've had a lot of fun. I've done the thing where I'm like, I'm hungry for pasta. I'm going to go to Rome for three days. That thing. Uh-huh. You know that thing, Miles? That thing. That <laughs> That's thing, what that song that was about. Thing. <laughs> that thing. That thing where you say you're hungry for pasta. I'm going to go to Rome for three yeah. days. Hell yeah, queen. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so a lot of really unsympathetic characters in this when, again, we talk constantly about like misleading articles that have no writing about the human suffering uh, due to mm. massive inequality, but more like, uh oh, they're in yeah. over their skis with this farmhouse they bought in upstate New York. Yeah. Um, anyway, shout out to the New York Times. They get it. They are uh, undefeated leftist. Uh, they're they're got such a leftward bias, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, we're, we're... I mean, if you if you blur your eyes, all the headlines kind of say "Workers of the World Unite." That's true. When you look at it, um, yeah. if you wear the sunglasses, right. and they live. <laughs> um, Remington and Prince Andrew uh, both had a rough day in court, Miles. Oh, boy. So Remington, uh, after like battling the Sandy Hook parents for years in court, mm-hmm. they lost. They needed to pay $73 million to families. They were found to have been marketing to at-risk men. Yeah. So people are hoping that this could affect how gun manufacturers are both marketed and insured. Yeah. it's. I mean, a lot of people are like, this is monumental. It's I'm, I am very curious to see like what the ramifications are of this case. Um, and alongside that, too, uh, Alex Jones, I think, is also uh, the Sandy Hook families in Texas and Connecticut. They won their defamation case against Alex Jones, too. Mm. There's just a there's a lot happening. Uh, and I'm yeah. sure this is, you know, the, the gun lobby was doing everything they could could good or everything they could to stop everything this. good like as they always do have you ever heard the theory that like they should just make people who buy guns get insurance on the level of like people who buy cars right aren't they doing that in like san jose i don't know i i just found out about that like idea and it, it sounds like it would i mean that's what it should it should cost a shitload of money and be uh, the incredible burden that it is on everyone else, right? Uh, you know, in society, for you to own a gun. Um, anyways, yeah, it's gun gun ownership requirements. I know in San Jose, so uh, most gun owners have to pay a fee and carry liability insurance. There you go. Um, and then Prince Andrew uh, settled out of court, undisclosed amount of money with Virginia Jufri. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been some uh, takes from people being like, she shouldn't have settled because like we would have found out more information. But I, I feel like maybe before you start telling 
a victim of a horrific trauma that they what they should have done yeah uh maybe maybe, nah, like maybe just, sh- just shut the fuck just sit down yeah maybe shut the fuck up yeah i i yeah i get that uh and i get that everyone wants to know what exactly was happening with jeffrey epstein but like we're talking about uh <laughs> this you want this woman to just completely time travel back to probably the worst periods of her life and like in a media yeah. atmosphere that is just going to reduce this to some sensational nonsense with no consideration of her humanity. Yeah. Maybe I would settle too. Right. Um, um, but yeah, a lot of people are like, and I get it. it people think that this is how the, 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 that, you know, he's, he's able to escape any kind of accountability. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, this is this is the settlement that uh, Virginia Jufre thought was best for her. So so be it. Yeah. So maybe shut the fuck up. Um, all right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back and talk about how the pandemic's over. And we're back. And the pandemic's over because Coachella will not have any of the mask mandates, uh, vaccine mandates. It doesn't seem like it's just all, it's just like, you know, they saw the Super Bowl and they were like, that, we want that to be the vibe mm-hmm. at Coachella, yeah. uh, the, the music festival this year. Dude, um, nothing. They said no vaccination requirements, no mask mandates, testing, just. Hey, I know it took a couple years, but we're back in 2019, folks. Yeah, the the anti-vaxxers, the the people on on Facebook have won. It seems like they just everyone's just like, yeah, done and done. I think, yeah, it uh, it's 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 so it's really disorienting to like just read all these stories, like whether it's California and their mask mandate ending, or like DC and like being like, yeah, yeah, you don't need vaccinated. I don't know, whatever, fuck it. We're like, we're still in a pandemic. You still need, you still need a, a good amount of people to still be vaccinated and children because like that number is also very low. It's like no matter what kind of city you're in, liberal or conservative. Um, but like the idea being that, hey, cases are low. So, you know, just like, I guess if you're not vaccinated, wear a mask and then all's done rather than keep the fucking pressure up to really give ourselves a better shot here. But I don't know. Like I'm, I think like many people we're getting used to like this ebb and flow of like, man, we hit a surge. People get, you know, people's tighten shit up. Then it goes down. You loosen up only to usher in another wave and regret that we were spiking the football on the fucking one yard line before we actually got in the end zone again. Yeah. I mean that, that is like part of the plan, right? Is the like loosening restrictions when numbers are low. But I, just, I don't know. The numbers, I'm looking at deaths for February 14th, 2022. They are over double what they were for 2021. Looking at cases for 20, February 14th, 2022, they're uh, triple, over triple what they were for 2021. Yeah. So, well, you know, know, it's this thing that we always do in this society, in this society, which is pin the the, the source of the pain on something temporary or new rather than the thing it's always been, you know, right. it's easy to say, ah, oh, this fucking pandemic, man, people are stressed. That, that, that. No, people were stressed before the pandemic because right. we're not, we don't support people that need help and we're not 
uh, we're not supporting our educators or frontline workers or essential workers properly. And now I think it's just easier to say, oh, it's these damn restrictions, man. We just got to shake these shackles off of the mandates. And that's what will help us start feeling better when that's not it at all. The pandemic, you know, for a group of people who might not have been paying attention, revealed a lot of uh, inequalities that exist and just absurdities of how we treat our people. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I guess it's easier to just say like, well, it's the mask mandate that's stressing people out rather than we need to continue to, you know, support the people that need it. And like, we're we're still act. And I think it also helps lessen the argument that people need like financial and material assistance throughout this. Miles, people are fed up. Okay, <laughs> that's the, nah. Just yeah, fed no, up, they are this whole thing, but not with the pain. They're fed up with the fact that they can't afford a, a, a home to live in, or they can't afford to to support their children on one income. Uh, yeah. th- those are the things that people are fed up with. But you know, when we deal with a fucking disingenuous like corporate media, it's so much easier to be like, you know, I think it's so weird when they do the segments, like after they sort of present like whatever the actual news headline is, and then they get the commentary and people are like, yeah, you know, and I think this is what a lot of people are feeling right now. They're just, they're, they're ready to, to just see some progress on this, that we're moving out of it. Like this isn't a fucking ride at Disneyland, you know, like people are annoyed. Like they, it's been years since People have just, you know, been hungry for pasta and been able to go to Italy for yeah, a couple of days. Just on a whim. Uh, <laughs> uh, there, there's an update on the Palin thing. We talked about how the judge threw out her uh, defamation case against the New York Times before the jury came back with their verdict, but kept the jury so that they could come back with their verdict just to, you know, let a have a second opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, the jury came back and was like, yeah, no, this is bullshit. There, there's nothing here. Oh, um, great. So officially and thoroughly, uh, she lost the shit out of that one. <laughs> That's like such a weird case to you. Like, ah, oh, who do I want to lose more? The New York Times or Sarah right. Palin? Although the ramifications of the New York Times losing would have affected journalism at large. Um, right. So in that case, you're lucky. Uh, but yeah, good to, good to see that people figure that part out. Uh, Elon Musk donated $6 billion, uh, apparently, to... Who? Where? Uh, How? It's like that McDonald's commercial, except much more foreboding. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> who'd you donate to? Uh, so he tweeted uh, at one point that he would donate $6 billion if the UN could explain how it would solve world hunger. Uh, he did donate $6 billion. No one really knows to who or where, but... I'm sure a good cause. That's such horseshit. And again, is this coming off the heels about how all those uh, like monkeys that they were doing the experiments with the Neuralink, like most of them died and lived like they said, like lived lives of like quote untold suffering or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Yeah, sure. Also reports of extreme racism uh, inside Tesla factories in California. Oh so, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, uh, we'll yeah. have to get to that story. But yeah, that seems like a very well-timed, vague gesture at something mm-hmm. that seemed positive. Oh, well, I donated $6 billion. Okay, that's a large amount. So, hey, who got right. that $6 billion? Mm-hmm. Where you at? Where you at? Anybody? No? Hmm. The truck convoy. <laughs> the what? Give it, give it. The truck convoy. Right. The, the people, oh, The shit. brave freedom fighters in Canada. And then finally, Rescue Rangers. There's a there's a Rescue Rangers movie in the tradition of Alvin and the Chipmunks mm-hmm. and Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeakwell. 
uh, we got a new kind of reboot of a animated show beloved in our youth, mm-hmm. uh, this time updated for people who were kids in the nineties. Um, and it is, I don't know how to feel about this because it's voiced by John Mulaney and it's directed by the lonely Island, like by Akiva Schaefer. Uh-huh. And I don't know, on the one hand, I'm like, all right, well, this is not nearly as shitty as I would expect it to be. And yeah, I enjoyed the shit out of that show when I was a kid. On the other hand, I'm like, or they could have made the next MacGruber, you know? I mean, it seems like they're they're having a lot of fun with all the intellectual property that that comes along with doing a film like this because they're bringing in all kinds of like things about animation. And I think that's why I'm kind of like, is this a Rescue Rangers movie or is this kind of like a fun skewering of like our nostalgia for animation and over the years how it's changed and this, that, and the other? That's why I'm kind of like confused because I didn't need Rescue Rangers to be like rebooted. Right. You know, like I'm not, there's no, like I saw that as a kid. I'm not looking for them to be like, oh yeah, but now Chip, like he does wild cocaine now in Hollywood nightclubs. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. I mean, not that that's the thing, to but cheese. Uh, right. Oh, sorry. Actually. Yeah. So hitting that cheese hard, but yeah, but I mean, sure. What the fuck? <laughs> the funniest Weird. thing was like when Seth Rogen was like that, like Beowulf looking animation guy <laughs> yeah, from like a video game. Yeah. Like, like cutscene. Yeah. And just like the bit of like the eyes just look so unreal and like, they're just kind of like leaning into that. It's like, no, from where I'm looking at, I'm looking right at you. And they're like, you, the <laughs> eyes are not aimed at us. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty good. That was funny. I guess that's what's like interesting is like in isolation, there are moments I'm like, ha ha. Haha. Yeah. But I'm like, what is the offering of this film exactly? I'll watch the shit out of it for sure. Is it I, I'm guessing it's PG thirteen at the very most, right? Yeah, it's got like it be. can't be R, which Which would have been I, I do like when they got the the freedom to stick a stalk of celery up someone's ass and have them dance around like in uh MacGruber. Um Yeah, this is a unfortunately this was not the red band trailer that dropped today. So <laughs> We'll have to wait. All right. Well, those are uh, some of the things that are trending on this Tuesday, February 15th. We are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Wear a mask. Mm -hmm. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. And we will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye.